Hi, I'm Megan Dibby and welcome to my podcast, Class and Session. In this podcast, I'll be discussing social injustice issues and everything to do with activism and allyship. If that's your jam, tune in every Friday. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Um, I haven't done this in a while. It has felt like a long time to me, but you know, I'm back. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had a restful and good holiday. I literally did nothing during the Christmas holidays, like not one thing. And now we have online school and it's all catching up with me. Like I actually want to cry. I hate school so much. But um, last episode was, you know, long. So I was just thinking like, should this be like season two, episode one? Or should this just be episode 11? I've kind of decided that it's going to be episode 11 and I might do like a season two after like 20 episodes but then again 20 episodes is kind of long for a season but that's irrelevant um today we're going to be talking about like white feminism and how white women play a huge role in white supremacy and I think it's important to talk about because people always think that it's just white men who play um a role in white supremacy when white women are literally beside them like they go hand in hand you know what I mean but yeah I'm excited so yeah So obviously when people hear like white feminism and like white feminists, they think, oh my God, feminists who are white, whatever, like, am I a white feminist because I'm white and like also feminist? That's obviously not true. That's not what white feminism is. Um, White feminism is, you know, when people claim, because I do not think white feminists are feminists, but whatever, they claim to be um, feminists when they only advocate for white women and don't include women of colour or like LGBTQ plus women in their conversation of feminism and obviously they happen to be white because I don't think a black woman would be a white feminist because that'd be a bit you know odd but um, this contrasts with like intersectional feminism which is the type of feminism that you know actually includes uh, women of colour and like trans women etc and it recognises that you know women have different experiences and that needs to be like addressed like obviously feminism is feminism you know women are women but a white woman has privilege over a black woman even though they're women you know black women are also oppressed because of their race whereas white women are not you get what i'm trying to say so like intersectionality is like the concept that people's identities overlap and like that needs to be addressed in order for like the liberation of oppressed groups i say like a lot like i've just realized and i can't stop doing it kind of sad but um for example like when it comes to like um black lives matter and like the liberation of black people you have to actively advocate for the lgbt community as well because there are literally black people in that community like it makes sense otherwise you're not really fighting for the liberation of all black people just fighting for the freedom of some black people which obviously isn't fair and it's the same thing with feminism like if your feminism doesn't include everyone if it's not intersectional then it's not real feminism because you have to fight for the rights of women of color as well like it's important that all women are free from the patriarchy not just white women so if your feminism isn't intersectional then i'm sorry to break it to you you're not a real feminist for the longest time like the whole feminist movement in general has excluded black women and women of color for literally centuries like they've ignored the whole concept of like intersectionality um today we have like four waves of i think is it three four four yeah four four waves of feminism and like the first two was like the suffragettes and then like the liberal equal pay um, movement that whole thing and both of them have literally always centered white women even today people like are saying that intersectionality has started to center around white women are we surprised no no we are not Uh, like i remember in like year seven year eight we were learning about the suffragettes and they never told us that one the suffragettes were racist two they only fought for the rights of white women yet again the education system has disappointed us and the thing is that though history teachers know everything so they could have told us but they decided not to 
And there's like a whole debacle on like if Susan B. Anthony fuck her and her little goons. Like if she was really racist because apparently she had like diary entries of like her claiming to be anti-slavery. And I'm thinking if Miss Girl, first of all, all her other besties were racist. Like they were literally mad that black men got the right to vote before white women. How are you associating yourself with those type of people and claiming that you're anti-racist? How can you claim that and then not fight for the rights of, you know, women of colour to vote? So I don't care what anybody says. She was just as bad as the rest of them. I hope they're all burning in hell. No, I'm kidding. But I'm not really. The right for women of colour to vote literally came later on, like after, like years after white women got their right to vote. Like, are we surprised? No, we're not. I mean, when I heard it, I was like, oh, damn. Like, they could have taught us this, but they didn't. And someone made a good point and said that white feminism and, like, white feminists in general don't really care. They don't really they don't really care about equality. They don't want equality for women. They just want a seat at the table with white men to continue oppressing people. And it makes so much sense. Like, the suffragettes are literally the blueprint for that. Like, they only wanted white women to vote because black men got the right to vote before them. They literally turned racism into women's rights. And the same thing happened in slavery like women's rights was literally focused on them you know having the right to own slaves just like white men Mm -hmm. yeah you know there's this someone said this thing and it was like behind a mess uh, there's always a mess or it and it was so funny like it's true because white women act like they've had like no role in oppression i'm thinking you really did like white women were literally standing side by side with white men during slavery like slavery is barely acknowledged so i feel like when we are talking about it it's important for people to know that you know white women were literally heavily involved in the enslavement of black people and that just because they're women it doesn't mean that they're exempt from being racist because history is literally proven otherwise i feel like it's time for white women to sit down and realize that they do play a part in the oppression of others and white supremacy there's a quote that says um as long as women are using class or race power to dominate other women feminist sisterhood cannot be fully realized and i feel like that's such an important quote like whoever made up that quote i don't know who said it but you know good quote um is literally just saying that intersectional feminism is literally the only way like if white women cannot acknowledge that they're systematically benefiting from racism just like white men then you know they're just as bad as them and their feminism is literally bullshit and it only centers them and you know how i was saying that like apparently now intersectional feminism is starting to like center white women um a lot of black women and other women of color have started to become womenist and it's understandable because you know people have been saying that the only reason that some white women claim to be intersectional feminists is so they can like make it seem that they're doing the work to be anti-racist and include black women and other women of color in their feminism when really they're not so it's like a performance to them to be honest i'm not really surprised performative activism is literally at an all-time high it's in the air and everybody seems to be catching it so you know it is what it is but um, womanism is a type of feminism that specifically focuses on the issues black women and women of color face the term was coined by um a black woman her name is alice walker and she wrote you know the musical the color purple i still haven't seen it but i really want to but yeah she wrote that and apparently it's really good so if anyone has seen it please let me know because i really want to watch it but i still haven't but yeah womanism literally just focuses on black women and women of color because the feminist movement doesn't do that and apparently white women want to become womanist but i don't know if white women can be womanist like i don't know don't ask me like i genuinely have no knowledge on that but i feel like why would you want to be a womanist do you get my point like the whole point of womanism is to specifically talk about issues that 
women of color face that white pe- that white women do not what are white women going to bring this what are white women going to bring to that conversation like when we're talking about misogynoir which is the racism and um what's it sexism that black women face like how would a white woman relate do you get what i'm trying to say so i feel like it's a bit mm, but then again who am i to be like you can't join like i don't know i didn't coin the term so i don't know just don't ask me I definitely do think there's a divide in the feminist movement, especially with how 55% of white women decided to vote for Trump. I mean, are we surprised? Yet again, we are not. Whereas 90%, uh, or not even 90%, over 90% of black women decided to vote for Biden. I'm proud of my people. I really am. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to say they're both as bad as each other. Obviously, Trump is worse, but, you know, Biden is a war criminal. I mean, aren't they all? But we all knew that Biden was the better choice. But still, white women decided to go vote for Trump. After four years, after four years of all of that, they still decided to go vote for him. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. First of all, how can you claim to be a feminist, but then go vote for a guy who has like 46 sexual allegations against him? One sexual allegation should be an indicator to not vote for him. 46? Please throw him in jail. Way too many. It should be at zero, but no. Are we surprised that black women came out on top? No, because we are the blueprint and we do that all the time. The thing is that we shouldn't have to do that. Black women shouldn't have to always save everyone. Like, it's annoying. Like, it just plays into the whole, like, strong black women stereotype, strong black women trope. Like, oh my God, black women can handle everything. We should just put everything on their backs and just expect them to show up for us. No, if white women are not showing up for black women, why do black women have to show up for white women? It's annoying. Like, I just feel like we have to stop expecting black women to continuously show up for people who don't show up for them. End of story, point blank, period. But um, moving on from that, um, I'm obviously all for dismantling the patriarchy and whatnot, but I feel like we need to talk about white women's role in white supremacy because just like white men, and you know white people in general obviously white women uphold white supremacy but for some reason like i said everyone thinks that just because they're women they can't do that like yeah they are women but they're also white you know white women you know come on in my last episode mercy and i were literally talking about how black women are masculinized in society and that's literally the opposite when it comes to white women like white women are seen as like feminine pure and fragile and they literally weaponize their femininity to endanger black people black men especially and people of color and i feel like nobody talks about it like there are so many examples of this but for some reason it's silence like i'm a bit confused um an example of this is literally like white women tears i've literally seen this firsthand people always and i mean always believe white women when they cry or act offended or something like even if they're in the wrong people will always believe them like it's just it's so weird to me like this is why people say that white women's racism is a lot scarier than the white man's racism and to be honest i kind of have to agree like it happened with the emmett till case um how i think like during summer white women were literally calling the police on like innocent black people for literally doing nothing like the whole like damsel in distress trope like do you know what i mean like oh my god i need help like you have to help me like i remember this woman was like calling the police um, and she was like, oh my God, the black guy's like, he's hurting me, da, 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 like putting on a, putting on an exaggerated voice to try and make it seem like she was in danger when he was like standing like so far away from her. 
Like they know what they're doing and they're literally weaponizing their privilege to hurt people of color. And the weaponization of feminism has literally done so much of this and it's so frustrating. Like when you will call out a white woman, oh, the way I see this on TikTok every single day, you will call out a white woman for racism, cultural appropriation, etc. And they'll respond with, but what about girls supporting girls? Ah, it makes my blood boil. I hate it. Or like spread love just spread positivity like why is everyone hating ah yes let's ignore racism let's just spread love i'm so sorry like they'll use the excuse of like cancel culture to justify their racism like oh my god cancel culture is so bad like it's affecting us all we just need to stop and just love each other no you're going to be held accountable for your actions you are racist so i'm going to call you out or like when you do call them out they'll be like oh you're just such a pick me you've got internalized misogyny darling you called me the n-word like just five seconds ago what the fuck do you mean like what it doesn't make any sense like if you're gonna do something racist people have every single right to call you out why are you gonna try and weaponize feminism to try and get out of this situation it's not gonna work girls supporting girls baby i'll bury you six feet underground talk about girls supporting girls like you're weaponizing your femininity and feminism in general to escape criticism which isn't cute like shut the fuck up ew uh, yuck you're trying to use so-called feminism girl power to literally silence the voices of black people and to be honest i'm not really surprised because their feminism literally doesn't care about women of color it's literally beyond white supremacy so are we surprised yet again no we are not uh, so this is why i will always stick by the whole like the white woman's um racism is a lot more scarier than the white man's racism because if you think about it it's true white women are so good at weaponizing their own privilege and using it against other people it's kind of scary also i feel like when you do make white women aware that they've been a racist they respond in so many like weird ways like tone policing they'll try and like white explain shit to you or they'll try and like get all emotional and again center themselves or they'll do the what about this what about that or they'll say oh, i don't see color ah uh, that is like i swear to god if someone actually said that to me in person i don't know what i would do because i fucking hate that phrase i hate it so much or they'll be like we're all women like we all like the patriarchy oppresses us all we are all women we have to come together and just love or they'll be like just educate me Ah, shut up i saw someone make a good point saying that like black people aren't you know stepping stones for white people for their own personal growth and development and i agree so much like white people need to grow up like i'm not saying that you know people aren't going to educate you because some black people do want to do that but then again i'm like shut the fuck up you should know better like i don't care about your personal growth i don't care you should know better like i just i don't like it i don't know i don't know i just i don't bloody know like i'm sorry but at your big age you should know better like black people were literally taught about racism at such a young age yes that's not entirely your fault but come on i'm just sick and tired of hearing the same excuses all the time please come up with a new excuse or just do better i don't know so basically i joined this like black leftist hype house discord thing and when i tell you that place is literally making my brain hurt but think at the same time anyways there was this like discussion going on and like someone was like saying like do you think white women benefit from the patriarchy and at first i was thinking no because like society still oppresses women like no matter what like patriarchy is patriarchy whatever but then they were like explaining it and it just made so much sense like if you think about it the patriarchy has literally convinced society that white women are like delicate and fragile like the whole damsel in distress trope i was mentioning and that they need like a strong man to come save them and if you think about it 
I'm saying that a lot, but um, that links to the hypersexualization of black people, which I mentioned um, in my last episode, especially the hypersexualization of black men, because society like depicts black men as like being animals who are going to rape white women and who are going to like threaten the purity of white women and patriarchy makes it out to seem that you know white women need a strong man a strong white man um, to come and save them from this because they're so delicate and fragile but because they can't protect themselves because women are weak whatever you know and some white women use this as a weapon and I feel like that is one way white women can benefit from the patriarchy you know I still haven't really made up my mind I'm kind of sitting on the fence about this but it does kind of make so much sense like the patriarchy kind of does give white women protection that black women do not get do you know what I'm trying to say and I feel like that's literally one of the reasons for like the division in the whole feminist movement like it generally does make sense but then again I'm still like mm, can anyone really benefit from the patriarchy anyone other than men obviously but I don't know that's just something to think about And also another thing to think about, someone asked the question of like, are white women really oppressed? Which links to the, you know, do white women benefit from patriarchy? And I'm also on the fence about this one because to me, it's like patriarchy is still oppression. But then again, white women kind of can benefit from that. And like someone said that white women can't really be considered an oppressed group because they gain more from being white, white privilege than they lose from being a woman. And I agree with that. So the question is that, you know, does their whiteness outweigh the apparent oppression that they face i do not know the answer to that question i don't know because they still you know face patriarchy but like white supremacy also accepts them just like white men and oh my god on the topic of white supremacy accepting white people i have like i don't know i've just realized something that like white supremacy is literally evolving to accept all kinds of white people and i just like when i realized this i just sat down thinking damn like just damn like maybe maybe I am smart maybe my brain does function you know I'm not going to give myself too much credit because someone literally had to put it in perspective for me but um obviously we have to realize that you know no matter what white women have literally been accepted into white supremacy and this is literally happening with other white people who are like considered oppressed like who are like white people who are like in marginalized groups like white gay people etc whatever and like if you think about it like someone said that um white lgbt people like white people who are again considered oppressed like as soon as they gain more rights and like privilege they become more conservative and racist because they're getting closer to white supremacy like they're getting closer to white supremacy accepting them and it makes so much sense because why the fuck are they going to care about you know the black people in that marginalized group if you know white supremacy has already accepted them so it's like they're picking their whiteness first which are we surprised is happening no like if you think about it people who are white who are also considered oppressed are always going to pick their whiteness first like i just feel like it's inevitable at this point you know and it's literally because white supremacy is evolving to accept all white people like i said because it needs more people to continue the oppression of black people let me not lie it's a smart thing to do obviously very very racist but it's very it's it's a smart thing to do you know but it just needs more people to maintain whiteness so obviously it needs to get more people to maintain whiteness and i see this in terms of like representation on tv like oh my god i saw this thing on twitter and it was like why is it that the only lesbian representation that we get is white lesbians and i said you know what it's true like it's honestly true like yes lesbians face homophobia and deserve representation but why is it that the only representation is like white lgbtq people black lesbians exist but obviously since society is built on maintaining whiteness and white dominance it's obviously going to start accepting white lesbians and calling it representation which it is 
but doing that so that they don't have to accept black lesbians or like make space for black lesbians and black people in general and this is why i hate it when like white people in marginalized groups are like but we're all oppressed Mm, kinda but no like okay yes you are oppressed but like at the same time you still have your whiteness like your whiteness is still there and you're literally benefiting from that like i know we shouldn't compare oppressions and stuff like that but i'm sorry a white man a white gay man not a white man but a white gay man cannot equivalent his oppression to a black gay man like no like that black man has to face not only racism but also homophobia like yes white gay men face homophobia but they don't face racism and there's racism in the lgbt community as well i know we shouldn't compare oppressions but i'm gonna compare it because i'm right i know i am like i get so mad when i hear white women claim that they you know face the same oppression that people of color women of color face like no you don't your whiteness is still there you do not face the same challenges that people of color do like i'm sorry but you don't or they say yeah i'm like more oppressed than black men oh i don't know yes black men are still men but i feel like racism is racism like no it's it's a no from me nah i don't think so i don't even know if racism and patriarchy can be compared but i'm not even gonna say my piece on that because mm, i don't know but um i've been seeing on tiktok as well like i don't know there's just there's this song bruv i forgot the song forget the song but anyways there's like some white girls under the song like complaining that they're apparently not the beauty standard because they've got brown hair darling just because you haven't got blonde hair and like blue eyes it doesn't mean that you're not the beauty standard you're still white you're the beauty standard like yeah you're still white love like a black woman will complain about you know being undesired in society because of like eurocentric features racial stereotypes etc whatever and they'll be like oh i just know how you feel because like this guy that i like met at the library he said he only likes blonde girls ah okay and you can't relate you cannot relate so please remove yourself from the conversation i don't give a fuck about jack who doesn't like brunette girls i don't care like that is the least of my problems that is the least of my worries like obviously everyone has their insecurities and that's valid whatever but don't even think for a second you can relate because your insecurities are not based on racism you know like black girls are not the beauty standard because of their race and the fact that they don't have eurocentric features darling you have brown hair okay you're still the beauty standard like it's okay it's okay to admit that you know it's all right damn but also is anybody realizing like the pressure that is put on black girls like now that everyone's starting to appreciate dark-skinned black women even though half of the time people are doing it as a trend i'll talk about that in a minute but i feel like you know they only appreciate ones who look like you know celebrities or like instagram baddies like white girls you know can do the bare minimum will be in their natural state whatever and people will still find them attractive which is completely fine you know you look good go you whatever but black women have to look like an 11 out of 10 just for people to you know bat an eye at them like first of all i look sexy as hell either ways you know ask your mother about that but why do i have to look like an 11 out of 10 just for you to think i'm decent like it's annoying and the whole like liking black women as a trend thing is so fucking weird i find that shit creepy like there was this video and this guy was like ha 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 look it's the guy who likes black women black women are literally always above the joke it's not funny but anyways and this guy responded with yeah and what about it 
and people are like ah ha ha king oh my god king shit you go on his like following list he only follows white girls first of all why are people calling him king because he likes girls of like different races oh my god he likes girls that are darker than him shit he's a king somebody give him a crown no isn't that like i don't know basic human decency and it was all a motherfucking lie he just follows white girls i think it's time for men to stop pretending like they actually have an interest in dark-skinned black women leave us the fuck alone please for the love of god leave us alone it's annoying people are always talking about us like i live in your minds rent free damn i knew i was sexy but i didn't know i was that sexy fucking hell love hashtag leave black women alone 2021 can we all get on board thank you very much um i believe we're at the end of this episode (gasps) my first episode of 2021 i feel like this year is going to be you know same old same old same bullshit whatever am i excited no i just to be honest i don't know the world could end tomorrow and i really wouldn't care but um thank you so much for listening to this episode i feel like i've missed something out like i feel like i wanted to say more but i can't remember but i think i want to do like a part two to this episode because i really want to read um women race and class by angela davis but like am i gonna read it just yet no um but i am buying the communist manifesto and i'm gonna read it so literally everybody wish me luck because i feel like i'm gonna struggle like i feel like i'm gonna open the first page and i'm literally not gonna understand a word but you know i'm trying so it is what it is um i'm not gonna lie i feel like this episode has made me realize why a lot of black women and women of color just don't claim to be feminists because the feminist movement just doesn't really look out for them so you know it's understandable but um thank you so much for listening to this episode i appreciate it as always if you like this episode and want to hear more from me subscribe and tune in every friday for now take care